1: You're about to enter the arena and join the battle to save America with your host, Sean Parnell. Hey everybody, welcome to Battleground Live. It's great to have you here. It It is Monday and it has been an amazing weekend, of course, in Fort Parnell. We are desperately trying to get things ready for christmas and if you follow me on instagram and of course you probably i I don't know if you all do i mean some people are on social media some people aren't um i I, um posted a picture of commander melanie and she has been just a, a christmas superhero around these parts i mean no joke she has turned this house into just a regular house which could be something right out of a hallmark christmas movie and so i shared a picture of our living room on my instagram page and you see five stockings hanging with care on the mantle over our fireplace five uh, five or seven stockings actually with five children seven stockings total we're also in the process of trying to get one for pups mcgee um and also one for our two cats and i'm not sure that we'll have enough mantle space for all the stockings but nonetheless uh she has done an amazing job at making this house look like a winter wonderland. <laughs> all we need now is a little bit of snow here in western Pennsylvania. Uh, but it was an amazing weekend. I hope you all had a great weekend as well. There's been so much going on in the news. Uh, before we get to that, you're just joining us here at the program. We've got some amazing news. Um, we just joined uh, a couple of days ago, um, signed with Vigilant News Network. The Vigilant News Network is It's, it's, it's kind of a new thing, but it's, it's pretty damn awesome. They are, they are, uh, Ed Henry has a morning show there uh, called Wake Up Patriots. Um, They've got all sorts of new shows rolling out. Uh, ivory hecker after me will be on she does a show uh as part of the gateway pundit uh which they're they're a great media organization as well but vigilant news it's it's a network for independent conservative media and we're filling the 5 p.m time slot there. still doing our thing here on rumble and 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 engaging on rumble in the live chat and all that stuff on the daily um but it's pretty awesome so we started this show again as a weekly podcast in january and the show has grown and now we're doing a daily show at five o'clock and we're, we're independent right and then we went with red voice media and then we were independent again and now we're with vigilant news and we just are so excited uh, to go into the new year strong working with them i mean we get a lot of the content f- uh, that we that we populate this show with from uh, an X account, a Twitter account called Vigilant Fox. Vigilant Fox is the editor in chief at Vigilant News, and so he talks. He's on the front end of all this COVID insanity, all the stuff with the vaccine mandates. He. He is a real truth teller. So it's an honor to be a part of what is going to be an amazing group of content creators there. And that look, folks, this is the name of the game in independent conservative media. I May mean, I I've said for a long time that I think people are moving away from Fox News, even Newsmax, and, and a lot of these traditional conservative news outlets or media networks, uh, because in many ways they're they are constrained uh By what they can say by their advertisers, you know, for example, like on CBS, you see, you know, big pharma companies like Pfizer advertising on almost Every single channel, every hour they're advertising. So on CNN, you're seeing you're seeing reports of even Anderson Cooper and his show at CNN being paid millions of dollars by you guessed it, uh, big pharma. Is he ever going to be able to speak out publicly against vaccine mandates? Probably not. Is he ever going to get the truth about these booster shots from Anderson Cooper and CNN? Probably not. Why? Because big pharma invests in those media entities and therefore control the content that we see. Well. We are not controlled by any of that, which is why I think people are moving over to independent content creation, which is what we're doing. So uh, joining Vigilant News is an amazing thing, is, is an amazing thing. It's been it's been an amazing thing to be a part of. But they have an app. It's called Vigilant Vigilant News Network. Go, it's a free app, sort of like the Wendy Bell radio program app. Um, they've got an app with all of their rundown uh, right on there, all these new shows that they're doing. Uh, make sure you go download the app. Seriously, this is a company just filled with great patriots. And and I go on Ed Henry's show now. Uh, again, he has a show called Wake Up Patriots. It's Monday through Friday. I think it's from 8 to 10. But I go on every Thursday with him and have have been doing that for the past three weeks for about. You know what started as a 20 minute segment last week. I was on there for probably an hour with Ed, just going back and forth and and talking about news of the day. It's 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 a really, it's a really great organization, and it's a pretty awesome thing to be involved in at the ground level. So I and I'm and I'm, I'm super glad that you all could be a part of it as well. Um, if you're join just joining us here, uh, make sure you like and rumble. Uh, like and rumble like and rumble that matters a lot rumble notices that stuff um it helps with algorithm stuff and it just it just helps the show immensely tell your family tell your friends to subscribe to battle battleground live this is a show that is it will always be just for you for we the people um it's a grassroots show at its core and this grassroots show would not be possible without Deepwell services and cabot guns they are our two founding sponsors companies that took a chance on me before anybody else would And so deepwallservices.com, cabotguns.com, they're both great American companies. They're both hiring as well. Uh, None of what we do here on Battleground Live would be possible without them. Uh, and folks, look, I got there's so much exciting stuff happening here at the end of the year. I've told you about Vigilant News, but we're in the process of, of, of coming up with a plan to build a new studio. So we're at the bottom level studio, the first grade, right? First grade studio, the middle grade studio is coming next. And so we're in the process of planning that as well bring you a better quality show. So lots of cool stuff uh, that we're going to be bringing to you, uh, hopefully, at by the probably not by the end of the year, but announcing it at the end of the year and going into 2024 very, very strong. And so um, you know who's not going into 2024 very strong at all is, is Joe Biden. I reported to you all last week that his favorables have never been lower. In fact, I can't imagine. <laughs> I think you've got to go back to Jimmy Carter to find a president who had favorable unf- i'm sorry uh, favorable and unfavorable uh ratings similar to Biden's Jimmy Carter I mean and and we all know that Jimmy Carter was a one-term president um but did you see this video um a, a man was charged with driving under the influence after he crashed his car into a secret service convoy that contained that had the president of the United States president Biden there um It it was kind of crazy. I had to to show you the actual video because uh, on the video itself, it shows the moment where the crash happens in Biden's reaction and then how the Secret Service responded to that by shuffling him away. It's kind of a remarkable moment to be caught on camera. Uh, Go ahead and check this out and roll the tape.
0: Mr. President, why are you losing to Trump in the polls?
1: I mean, that's kind of crazy, right? Uh, you hear the bang going off in the background and that's the car crashing into this SUV and Secret Service just converges on this guy and they shuffle Joe Biden away and Joe Biden just looking there stunned. Um, but the question that he was asked is, why is President Trump beating you in the polls so badly? And he shouts back, oh, the wrong polls. Well, I've said this before many, many times that the Democrats think Joe Biden has a five alarm fire. And now even the media where Biden is out and about on the town at night in a secret service combo, they're all asking him about this at in, in impromptu moments. Uh, absolutely crazy. Uh, something else that happened today, just it's been kind of blowing up um, in the lead up to the show today, folks, it's it's us steel being sold to a Japanese company called uh, Nippon steel. Um, U.S. Steel is is used to be, I mean, one of the oldest corporations in all of America, and I have to tell you, folks, this this whole thing. You know, I'm a free market guy, um, free and fair trade guy, but I am tired of our jobs and our companies, quintessentially American jo- uh, companies, founded by Americans, owned and operated by Americans, especially especially companies. That have a significant national security component to them being outsourced to con- uh, other countries. Now, Japan is our ally, and and Nippon and Steel is saying that nothing is going to change. But that, like you, we all know, that that can't be trusted. I mean, certainly Americans are going to lose their lose their jobs over this. The reason why this is deeply personal to me is that U.S. Steel is a Pennsylvania based company, but it's going to hit Western Pennsylvania hard. I mean, they employ thousands of uh, people in Western Pennsylvania and the Commonwealth, a lot of blue-collar folks that work legacy jobs in steel. It means they're a legacy job to me. It means that these many of these steel workers, some of whom are friends of mine, their father and grandfather worked at US Steel. And so now just to offsource that just seems worrisome to me. And as, as I mentioned, there's a national security component here that was made evident by what happened during COVID, right? Um We all saw very clearly, of course, we know and talk often on the show about how lockdowns were horrible, and I think it will go down as one of the gravest human rights abuses ever, um, especially when you couple that with vaccine mandates and just the stuff that people lost in this country. Uh, But there are also grave national security vulnerabilities that were exposed through uh, COVID, like the supply chain crises. Like, for example, uh, when you look at, you know, a significant percentage of our medicine, antibiotic production being manufactured in China, where you have American companies like Apple computers that have major headquarters in China. Tesla is one of those companies. Elon Musk has Tesla in China. Well, during COVID, China locked down and China basically took control of those American companies and wouldn't allow them to really export to this country. And, and, and to me, that raises a huge red flag when other countries have controlling interest and especially companies and organizations that that could that if if turned off, for lack of a better term, could hurt the people in this country. And U.S. Steel is one of them. I mean, American made steel manufactured by Americans. Obviously, we use steel for basically everything in this country. And to be able to offshore that just is concerning. I don't like it. Um, but you you mark my words. There have been many people. I mean, John Fetterman came out against it. Believe me. And again, you can't trust anything that John Fetterman is saying at this moment in time. OK, you just can't. There's a reason why he's saying what he's saying. But Bob, nevertheless, Bob Casey came out against it. Dave McCormick, who's running for Senate in, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, a Republican. He came out against it because I think that they that 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 they know that this is going to be bad for the country, number one. But you look at a state like Pennsylvania folks and the political ramifications of decisions like this Pennsylvania is a is a moderate state um moderate in quotations uh but president trump despite what the media would tell you is wildly popular in Pennsylvania i don't i don't care you can't compare trump to guys like dr oz you know and that's why it harkens back when you uh to the whole argument of, oh, Trump endorsed candidates lost. Well, I question the premise of that argument in the first place. It's not Trump endorsed candidates. It's just Republicans in general across the board who the Democrat machine has defeated at the ballot box, defeated using the term loosely because we know how the Democrats like to rig and cheat in elections. Um, However, um, Trump is wildly popular here. And I think guys like Fetterman and Casey know it. And I think what president trump has done with our party because you, th- you remember the, i'm sure all of you know that republicans for a very long time have had a reputation of being you know country clubbers people that people that send their kids to private school or or people who who are golfing five six times a week wealthy you know corporatists or ceos well i i the truth is, is that, boy, is that dynamic flipped. Um, now, Democrats are the party. Uh, I mean, while Democrats used to be the party of the little guy. In fact, this is why my grandfather for a, a very long time backed the Democrat Party. Actually, he was a Democrat all his life uh, because he just believed that they took care of the little man. I remember I asked him once as a kid. I'm like, why are you why are you a Democrat? You know, Yeah, I was all, I've always been a conservative guy. And he said, hey, Sean, he's like those, those Democrats. They just look after the little guy. And back then, when my grandfather was growing up, that was true. Today, it's not. And the Democrat Party today is, of course, the party of of ivory tower intellectuals they're the party of hollywood celebrities they're the party of mega wealthy billionaire donors like bill gates they're they are the party of these big tech oligarchs um they're the part they're not the party of the american middle class anymore and they're certainly not the party of the working class the republicans have taken up that mantle we are responsible for the american working class now in this country and it's something that we as Republicans, as conservatives, should embrace. Um, but this is why you see people like Fetterman and Bob Casey come out against something like this, because they know that by and large, President Trump has transformed the Republican Party, has wild, wild crossover appeal with moderate Democrats. And for whatever reason, uh, he's transformed politics as we know it in this country. And so while Democrats will never acknowledge that, um, I think you see. Their acknowledgement of what I just told you through their statements on the opposition of sale to U.S. Steel to to Japan. I mean, look, the Democrats historically don't give a damn about selling their soul to foreign countries. I mean, you see what I'm saying when I put all this in context. Look at Bob Menendez in New Jersey. You know, he literally has gold bars from uh, from God knows where, and was a, a, a quite literally a foreign agent of of Egypt. You know, selling us down the river to Egypt. I mean, you can't make that up. The guy had jackets with his name on it, with the U.S. congressional seal on them with tens of thousands of dollars of cash sewn into the jacket lining. Of course, Joe Biden is another example of just outright corruption. At the highest level on the Democrat side, Democrats don't give a damn about this country. They 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 haven't for a very long time. But when you see Democrats like Fetterman and Casey come out against the sale of U.S. steel, you can bet it's because they know President Trump has transformed the Republican Party, made it the party of the American working class, uh, 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 a party, quite frankly, on, on the right with a great populism streak that runs right through the heart of it, which I think is ultimately a very, very good thing for, for our party. Um, okay. Got it. So, but moving right along here, have you noticed the new media narrative um, that has come out lately? And it's really, it's, a, it's about Nikki Haley catching president Trump. In fact, there was this article here, um, a CBS news article, that, that showed the title of the article is CBS News poll. Haley gains on Trump in New Hampshire while he continues to dominate in Iowa. Uh, Donald Trump still leads in New Hampshire, but Nikki Haley has consolidated much of the non-Trump vote and has emerged as a top alternative to him there. Among the top candidates, Haley gets the best marks on being seen as likable and reasonable, and she runs nearly even with Trump on being prepared Notable considering he's held the presidency. She's been running in part on electability and is now seen as the most electable of Trump's challengers. Now, the poll has, you know, was that New Hampshire uh, likely GOP primary voters were asked 2024 Republican primary were held today. Who would you vote for? Forty four percent of people said Donald Trump. Twenty nine percent said Nikki Haley. Eleven percent said Ron DeSantis. Ten percent said Chris Christie. Five Ramaswamy and one Hutchinson. Ada Hutchinson, how the hell is he still in this race? I don't know. I didn't think he was. I mean, who the hell are the 1% of people voting for this guy? I don't know. Um, but the real look, Trump is still up. If you if this poll is to be believed, and by the way, this is an outlier, um, we'll see. I mean, a, a litany of other organizations have polled New Hampshire recently. We'll, we will see where they come down. But for, for now, this poll is an outlier, and Trump is still up. 15 points. And I think the reason why you see Haley surging, if if you can even believe that, right, is because DeSantis is collapsing in on himself like a dying star. And I'm sure you saw the headlines about um, Jeff Rowe, who is the owner, president, CEO and owner of an organization called Axiom Consulting. They're a big uh, consulting firm in Washington. He was running the Never Back Down Super PAC. Well, he just resigned over the weekend and another sign that the, that the DeSantis campaign is flailing in a very big way. And I just think as he as his as his support starts to collapse, um, some of those people are going to go to Nikki Haley. Is that responsible for her for her rise in the polls a little bit? Probably. Uh, But I think what you're seeing here, folks, and this is really important that you recognize this, is that the media needs this horse race. Right. They need the race to be. Oh, look at Haley is close to Trump. She might overtake Trump, and and the reason for that is that if you look at say Joe Biden's policies and Nikki Haley's policies and really get down into the details on them, Nikki Haley and Joe Biden are thought are not that much different. They're as quintessentially the same on Ukraine. They're the same on on China they're the same on almost all national security they're the same as our relationship to the to nato and the united nations they they're the same on almost all of the defense contracting forever wars regime change they're the same which is why i think you see the establishment one, they'd be fine with Joe Biden because the status quo remains the same, right? But two, you have someone like Nikki Haley who is essentially Joe Biden-like. They might differ on some on some cultural issues here and there, pro-life versus pro-choice, right? Um, but but to the people who are making all the Benjamins, they don't really care, which is why you're seeing this narrative emerge that, oh, look at Haley is closing it on Trump. Trump is the only guy. I mean, you could make an argument for RFK, um, Maybe fits this bill as well. But Trump is the only guy that brings anything different to the table. And look, this isn't a show where I'm out here kissing Trump's ass. When I think Trump is doing something wrong, I say so. Um, but the reality is, is Haley is very, very, very similar to Joe Biden. And I saw this uh video that that, you know, because I've been paying more attention to Nikki Haley since some of these debate performances and stuff like that. Um, but but Nikki Haley, I saw this video where she talks about pursuing vendettas and essentially how she won't um, this was stark to me because I say over and over and over again about Republicans whether they desire to run for office or they're an incumbent in office right now one of the most important qualities that we need to look for in in Republicans okay people that want to hold office or people who are in office is they one they have to fight not look to ingratiate themselves with the media or be a part of the popular crowd. But two, they have to understand the cultural moment that we are in. In other words, do they see that that our country is on the brink? Do they see the federal government and Department of Justice weaponized against their political enemies, trying to throw people in jail for, in some cases, the rest of their lives? Or are Republicans okay with that? Right. And The reason why President Trump is a part of his campaign is retribution is what the media would have you believe it's retribution. You want to call it that fine. But the reality is, is Trump has said he's going to hold people accountable who have abused the system. I don't think that this country can heal if accountability is not sought. Why has somebody like Fauci today have tens of millions of dollars in the bank? was made rich from the pandemic while people died, while he pushed lies on all of this country, he's still walking around with a security detail paid for by probably me and you. People need to be held accountable. That's an important function of leadership. So so watch this clip of Nikki Haley talking about vendettas. Go ahead and roll this tape.
0: To me, I have a different approach. No drama no vendettas, no whining. It's about work for me. It's about results for the American people. They deserve it. And we're going to work hard to earn it.
1: I mean, this means no. this means that Nikki Haley, this is her signaling to these entrenched bureaucrats or the deep state that they are free if she gets elect, elected. Essentially, to me, this is a, a, a dog whistle to the establishment saying, you can support me. Your jobs are safe. You will not be held accountable. And so I think part of why the reason why you see this surge are those very organizations that she's not going to hold accountable throwing dollars at her campaign. You know, I, I just I, I have. To me, so, Nikki, an important function of the job of president, I told you, is accountability. But it, like, accountability, it must happen. At some of these organizations for 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 the American people to trust, say, the CDC again, accountability must happen for Americans to trust the Department of Justice. People there who weaponize the system against fellow Americans have to be held accountable. Uh, The FBI, there needs to be a purging at the highest level at the FBI. I, I fully acknowledge that I've got a lot of friends who work there. Some of the best people on earth are part of the FBI's hostage rescue team. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about political appointees. I'm talking about senior leadership. I'm talking about politicians at the FBI. Americans will likely never trust the FBI ever again unless that organization is brought to heel. And the only... Did we just invent California?
0: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with
1: no children and no casinos.